that diet. And I said, oh my gosh, I finally just want to be healthy enough. I just want to do enough. I don't want to be crazy. I don't want to be fanatical, but I want to feel good. And we both stopped like, that's my business name, be healthy enough. Because I was trying, I was going down avenues of the engineer connection and all of this, and it just wasn't resonating. So that resonated me with me. And I, I just took off. I started personal training in my neighborhood in 2014. I had my first client. And then um, I started some group classes in my garage and, and then in some other and other app places, I would do group classes. And then I started filming videos. Namaste, sweet souls. My name is Shilpa and you're listening to the Omni Mindfulness Podcast. I am a mindset and meditation coach for professional women and mompreneurs. The purpose of the show is to offer stories and content that allows you to increase your awareness of your authentic self and be inspired by connecting to the personal and professional stories of other souls. Souls who are walking the walk and living everyday human experiences with inspired intentions. These are the stories that will expand your consciousness and spark within you to ask, what if? Each season, I offer content to help you create a holistic lifestyle that embodies spirituality, mindfulness, mindset, and energy awareness. Through my conversations with experts in their niche area and solo casts from yours truly, my intention is to help you holistically revitalize, reset, and relax your body, mind, and spirit. I'm your host and founder of Omni Mindfulness. So ask yourself, what if just one story could be the catalyst to shift the trajectory of my life? What if I become instrumental in serving other souls to realize their true self? And what if my soul's higher purpose is in the realization of omni-mindfulness joy? It's never too late to rewrite your story. And now, today's episode. Hey, sweet souls, if you are seeking to start 2023 strong, then you are in for a treat. In 2023, I'm collaborating with the financial planner and author of Awaken Your Wealth, Julie Murphy, to host a three-month online workshop aimed at professional working women or mompreneurs who seek to manifest financial freedom. Did you know that taking your manifestations to the next level is about integration of financial planning tools and mindfulness modalities that help you cultivate the skills to recognize what your current abundance mindset is and build your ability to receive. In three months, you can learn practical skills combined with powerful mindfulness tools to overcome your financial fears, eliminate anxiety, and take control of your financial life. Join us and learn to implement a practical plan to optimize your money and your life. Click on the link at the bottom of the show notes to get on the early sign-up list. Namaste. We are now in the season of reflections, which is my fourth podcast season, highlighting spirituality, mindfulness, energy awareness, and mindset. And next up, Amy Van Liu. 
Even as those aches and pains of age can start to creep in, Amy helps women over 50 get moving through online workouts designed for just what we need. Strength, low-impact, cardio, Pilates, balance, posture, and more. What's different from traditional workouts, often geared towards people in their 30s, is that hers will leave you feeling good and not beat up. That way, you can be healthy enough to do all things you love to do in life. After retiring from a 26-year career as an engineering program manager, Amy carved out a space in her life to pursue a greater passion for helping others. She knows that it takes time and effort to be healthy without aggravating the aches and pains that naturally come with age. She pursued extended education to focus specifically on what women over 50 struggle with, including a certification in integrative nutrition, menopause, and osteoporosis fitness, myofascial release using the MELT method, corrective exercise with the biomechanics method, and has just completed an intensive pelvis pro course with Dr. Sarah Duval. Along with filming new content for her digital fitness studio, Amy loves to spend time at home with her husband and two furry kids and continually expanding on how many women over 50 she can help get moving and feeling better. And now, here's Amy. Amy, thank you so much for being here. You are so welcome. Amy, I've been excited to have you on my podcast ever since I connected with you through a social media event. That had thousands and thousands of people in it. And we just happened to have worked for the same company at the same time. And then the same city. And this was a worldwide, I mean... I I believe in God winks, those little coincidences. I'm reading a book called God winks right now. And there are little coincidences that happen that kind of take you in a different direction. And my whole life has been (laughs) full of God winks. Oh, I genuinely believe it was a God wink because of all the different people that could have been in that situation. As soon as I heard, well, I live in San Diego and I work for this company. I'm like, and I do this. And I'm like, what are, and so I immediately was like, I need to find this woman and connect with her. And divine synchronicity is something that happens to me all the time. Oh, it's so cool. So cool when it does. Yes. I, I, I want to get better at recognizing it. I sometimes don't see it in the moment. It takes me months, days, months, years, decades to go, oh my gosh, that's why that happened. <laughs> And my, my whole life right now where I'm at, and I'm the happiest I have ever been. And I turned 60 in what's today, Monday in two weeks. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you. Well, I, I can tell you the moment I saw you online the first time at that social event, I was like, she looks young and vibrant and full of energy. And you know, 60 is the new, maybe 40. I totally agree. I actually feel better now than I did when I was 40. Just, just in my own, not just health wise, but just confidence and, and security. And, and it just, it just is amazing. So if anybody's listening out there, there's 
having a big milestone. It only gets better as long as you're healthy enough to do all the things that you want to do in life. Got that little plug in there. Absolutely. <laughs> Be healthy enough is the reason I really wanted to connect with you yeah. over this podcast because I have been on a mission since I was in my mid thirties to always pay attention. Well, I think I've always had it in me to want to be holistically well, but I really honed in on it as I got a little bit older. And I feel like this resonates with what you're doing. So let's, let's hear a little bit about the story because I don't even know the story. Okay. Okay. Yes. I was an engineer, a project manager, people manager. I was at Hewlett Packard for 26 years, started there when I was 10. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Started there in in 1987. I was just fresh out of school and then worked my way through, through so many different, it was such a wonderful company. Oh my God. I got to see the world Worked with Barcelona, Singapore, just a great company. I learned a ton. And throughout that, I always deep down and even in college when I was studying for engineering electrical engineering degree I took the fitness classes and I took and I was into health and fitness not really for the health at that age it was to be lose weight I gained quite a bit of weight in college and in the early years I was talking about now I'm so confident in the early years exercise and eating was all about how I looked and I, it could get fanatical. You know, I ran a marathon. I trained just, you know, running crazy diets. I tried every single crazy diet known to man. And yes, I'd have my ups and downs. I'd lose weight and then I'd gain weight and lose weight and gain weight. And um, I left HP in 2013. And about a week later, I took a a year long course in integrative nutrition and they were teaching us and I, they were teaching us how I must take a step back. I knew before I, right before I left HP, I was going to pursue my passion for health and fitness. At HP, I taught boot camp classes. I was still involved with fitness. Every time I got on the computer, I was researching things about health and fitness. And I read a book by Jack Canfield called The Success Principles, How to Get from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be. And he takes you through these steps of finding what are those things that you're passionate about and then how to make it a business. So I jumped into a year-long program and was studying about nutrition and then about the business side and how you can start making money following your passion. And I was t- on a walk with my husband and they were talking, they had been talking about all these crazy, the paleo, the keto, the, the raw, the vegan, the this and that diet. And I said, oh my gosh, I finally just want to be healthy enough. I just want to do enough. I don't want to be crazy. I don't want to be fanatical, but I want to feel good. And it, we both stopped like, that's my business name, be healthy enough. Cause I was trying, I was going down avenues of the engineer connection and all of this, and it just wasn't resonating. So that resonated me with me. And I, I just took off. I started personal training in my neighborhood in 2014. I had my first client. And then um, I started some group classes in my garage. And, and then in some other and other app places, I would do group classes. And then I started filming videos for my personal training clients. One-on-one time with a personal trainer can be a lot more expensive than going to a group class or signing up for an online program. So I started filming videos. Uh, and and would say okay we'll meet with you one I'll meet with you once a month 
and then you go do this homework. Strength training was my passion. I loved strength training just be because of how it made my body feel and how it transformed. I was a runner for a long, long time and I was thin, but I, I was call calling myself skinny fat because I was thin, but I had no muscle tone. And I started lifting weights and my clothes just started fitting, fitting even better. And I just, I could, I could make a muscle and I, I could do things that I wanted to do and not have a lot of joint pain. So I was doing mostly strength training and those were great workouts to do on an online video for, and cardio and Pilates and other stuff. Then, it, then COVID hit, right? And I had, I had filmed, I launched a full online platform in 2019, January of 2019. I filmed, I had filmed the, the year before that 48 videos in two weekends. And then I launched that and then took a, for a year and it didn't really take off. And then COVID hit and the business just took off. And I started out with 48 videos. I now have, I looked at my count, it's 417 workout videos, ranging from five minutes to an hour, strength training, cardio, low impact. Um, I love Pilates, how it makes my body feel. I do foam rolling. I did have my yoga teacher from HP, Emma, come and film in my studio a couple yoga videos. So I have just two because I'm not a yoga person. And I have stretching. I have some meditation. I have some walking workouts, which you and I are going to maybe hope to expand on that. But yeah, now, and now I'm here, just my, my value add, you know, anybody can find a, a random workout on YouTube, but I think my value add is my engineering background. Um, I design, I designed the workouts with my menopause, osteoporosis, corrective exercise, and I just finished a pelvic floor course and I use that to design my workouts. I take what I used to do boot camp kind of stuff and I modify them down. So you don't feel beat up because exercise should never make you feel beat up. It should make you feel good. If, it, if you're feeling exhausted or beat up, you got to find something different. But what I do is I create recipes. My value add is my project management, my planning. So I know because of my training, how many strength training days you should get in. You should get at least two. I know that you should incorporate posture and balance moves and, and then fill it in with some cardio and Pilates and then stress relieving because stress management is so important. Uh, so that's my story, <laughs> a long story, but that's kind of where I got started. And now my main business is my online membership. And every month we do, I do a new workout calendar. I do programs to help people with those aches and pains. So I have now a hurt foot program, a hurt shoulder program, a hurt knee program. I'm working on a hurt wrist program. And I, I try to find programs to help people keep keep moving, even as those aches and pains of age start to creep in. Because unfortunately, over 50, those, those aches and pains are real. I thought they were people being dramatic, you know, oh, I hurt my foot. It's like, oh, come on. It's just, but it's true. I wake up one day, I woke up just a couple days ago. No about two weeks ago, I couldn't walk on my, I had been working all month on balance. October was balance month in the Be Healthy Enough community. And I think I overdid it and I couldn't walk on one of my foot. I'm like, what the heck? And I, you know, walked around for a little bit, put some ice on it and then it went away. But those aches and pains are real, but you've got to keep moving around them. Okay, I'm going to stop talking and let you ask. Some oh, no. I mean, there's just so much I want to say about <laughs> everything you just mentioned, but I mean, 
the last thing you just said, that was interesting. Uh, just keep moving. Now, I did an entire um, series on somatic movement, um, and I had key guests. Uh, I'll send you the links later. But the reason I mentioned that is one of my key takeaways from the somatic movement was keep moving because as humans, we are hardwired to move. You know, we were hunters and gatherers, and that's how our sustain. And my work since I was what, 13 in front of a computer, I was a geek and I have kind of a bended shoulders, a tummy that doesn't want to go away anymore. It, it affects the way you are shaped. Yep. The, the work so just keep moving is one of the things I keep reminding myself yes. it's so easy to forget yeah so easy you get in I I find myself sitting here and my foot's falling asleep because I've been sitting too long and what do I do I keep working trying to get that project done when I know it's bad for me <laughs> so we all have those those things we just got to work around I'll sometimes set an alarm on my phone for an hour and get up uh, and try to move around but um, i i t say this in most of my videos motion is lotion and rest is rest because it's so true in fact if i'm having a hurt shoulder or something just moving it a little bit will help or you wake up with a or my ankle it was it was hurting just moving it a little bit and it just gets that synovial it's called synovial fluid that your joints love and it starts to feel a little bit better now I don't. I'm not familiar with some somatic movement, so I'll, you'll have to teach me about that one day. I will. I promise. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm so excited that when you said just keep moving, that's what reminded me of that yeah. series. Yeah. Um, another thing that you just mentioned, though, that you find ways to make these adjustments. Yeah. And I'm saying this and knowing that I'm terrible at it, but I have one of those ergonomic desks that goes up and down. Oh, good. And the well, and I barely ever do. <laughs> I know my Fitbit buzzes at me all the time. Move, get, get, and I'm, I ignore it. I think my um, Fitbit stopped talking to me because it's annoyed. Because you were ignoring it. <laughs> I know, I know. When my husband got something just on the topic of keeping movement and reminders, there's the app, the rings on, on the iPhone. Oh, I don't know it. Yeah. So let's look for rings real quick. I think. Too bad I'm, my husband's not around. I could yell at him. It's, it's, an, it's an iPhone app? It's an iPhone app. I think it's under health. Oh. And it's a new feature called, and it has rings in it. The reason I mentioned that is um, it, it's a way, it's like gamification. Oh, and these, these rings, they are supposed to fill up and kind of remind you, probe you, saying, okay, these are your goals. Keep going, keep going. Um, the challenge for me has been, A, I rarely get going because I get so stuck on the computer and the other one is that I often when I am moving I don't have my phone with me necessarily because ah. I may not have a pocket yeah. so sometimes at the end of a day where I did move a lot I am so annoyed when it's telling me you didn't get any rings complete I'm like I did I did I did <laughs> and and you you bring up a good point I think you and I um and most women most everybody, everybody over 40, we know what we need to do, right? We know we need to exercise. We hear it over and over again. We know we need to move. We know we need to do strength training. We know we need to do balance and keep our posture. But why don't we do it? 
I mean, it's all, I always say it's all what's between our ears, that, that motivation, that mindset. I think we were talking about that earlier, that mindset to make it a priority or, or have little tricks, you know, little apps or, you know, this month and be healthy enough. We're playing bingo. So I have a bingo. And if you get, and of course it's like do a strength training or, or, or track your food or drink eight glasses of water and trying to find little ways to keep people motivated because it is and me too I'm, I'm a personal trainer I do fitness for a living but there are days when my mindset isn't in the right place and I, it's I think I think I'll be struggling with that for a while and always looking for people like you that can help with that mindset you know finding a different way to go okay I am going to make this a priority today I don't know. I don't know the answer yet, but. And I, I don't either. I've been through phases. I've mentioned this to you um, just before COVID. I would say two, get maybe a year before COVID, two years before COVID. For a while, I was on a, what do you call it, on a run. Like I was going to a high intensity training and I discovered that in my early 40s that, oh my goodness, I really love high intensity work. And like you were saying, the muscle, I love when I have yeah. biceps. I yeah. love my my calves have that little bit of that curve. Yeah. And the things do fit better. For me, my body really did respond well to that higher intensity training. What I also noticed though was as soon as I was out of that situation, I call it a situation where it was a circumstance where I was going to this gym, it was working out really well, but the drive alone to getting to the gym and back and then having consulting jobs that were also taking up my time. Yeah. So I ultimately was like, well, I'll find a gym that was closer. So then I was going to Orange Theory closer. Oh, to yeah. And that was just before COVID. Mm-hmm. And so I say this because having a friend and having camaraderie was apparently for me a way to feel motivated even if I said no word to the woman next to me or other women but just having them say you can do it Shilpa you know and having that encouragement it's so nice it, it is so it is that we all have to find that's why you know I, I talk to people that join my membership and it's just they're not using it and it's not for them you've got to find what motivates you if it's a group class but even if it's a group class you don't like if you don't like strength training find something that you like google dance or pickleball or something that you know you'll get moving um and and do do that i think it kind of stems from this trying to get stop (laughs) getting those myths out of our head that we learned so many years ago that we have to work out for an hour it has to hurt we have to feel sweaty we have to feel sore the next day or it isn't worthwhile if we're just moving, you know, 30 minutes a day, it doesn't have to be an hour long class, but try to get that guilt birdie off your shoulder that says, ah, I'm not, I didn't, I didn't beat myself up today. So it wasn't good enough. No, a little bit of movement. In fact, you mentioned um, earlier, something you can do around the holidays. We're coming into a super busy, busy holiday season this week. I'm, we got, I've got company coming over and Um, and then we're just not going to have much time. And I call it exercise snacking where you, you set yourself up to do like five minutes. I have five minute videos. I have a five minute arm, five minute legs. And we, you do a little snack. You keep call it a snack. 
and you get in, you start up, I'm going to say, I'm going to only do five minutes. And sometimes you'll go, oh, I feel pretty good. I'm going to do another five minutes or not. Take a break and go do another five minutes. That is so much better than, than trying to, to, to white knuckle it out, trying to fit in an hour long workout. In fact, I think, I, to be honest, I think those little snack exercise snacks are much better. And then it'll, it does, it does more than just keep your body happy. It, it keeps your stress down because stress is going to be huge for some people during the holidays and for women over 50, any, most women, but mainly women over 50, when you got stress, your hormone called cortisol is up to here. And when it's up to here, your body says, hold on to everything because I might need it later. You're in this stress state. So it stores fat. So if you start gaining weight, the first thing I ask people, if like I'm, I'm gaining weight, why am I gaining weight? The first thing I ask is how, what's your stress level? And of course for women, and we store it all the way or all the time around the, our middle, unless you're blessed with naturally flat abs, but around the middle and around your arms. <laughs> so, um, so stress exercise snacks will help bring that stress level down and then hopefully keep that cortisol nice. So you don't store that belly fat. And I absolutely agree with the stress part of it, that in that period when I was intensely working out, I found that um, my mood and my sleep were way better. Yep. Um, and it, again, it can go the other way. You know, you were mentioning the pain that some people feel yeah. like it has to hurt. One of the last gyms I went to, I think it was literally the week, I started going there just a month into pandemic. And then I... Um, stop going i forget the name of it but it's one of those places where everyone's jumping on those really high blocks and and they're just doing the ropes the crossfit stuff yeah it's kind of of like crossfit i tried it because i I thought well it's down the hill from me as opposed to the gym i used to love which was a little bit like 25 minutes away Mm -hmm. well i went there and i found myself actually discouraged because and I, I don't want to say it was an age thing because there were some women that were around my age, yeah. but I just felt like I could barely do a fraction of what they were asking me yeah. to do. And in my mind, I'm thinking, well, I did well because I got moving. Yeah. However, it hurts so much. Yeah. And I mentally was like, it was a mindset thing. I would compare myself with others. Mm-hmm. So the, yeah. Oh, yeah. don't we do that a lot? We do that a lot when we go to those, those clubs. In fact, I know a lot of, I know for me personally, I've hurt myself because I see the person next to me lifting 12 pounds and I can lift 12 pounds. And then I hurt my shoulder or something like that. So oh, there yeah. is a downside sometimes, but it, they do motivate you in a little, in one sense, but yes, I've, I've, I used to do that. I noticed when I would go to a really hard workout, I wouldn't sleep as well, probably because exercise does raise your cortisol and that can disrupt your sleep a bit. Um, or if I was running miles and miles and miles, I wasn't sleeping as well either. There's a, there's a fine balance between too much and too little, I think. Yeah, I think, I think for most people, most people, yeah, there's a fine balance. I was going to say something, but it's not There's true. a fine balance because you can go the other way where yeah. um, your body is feeling stress because yeah. they're overdoing it. Yeah. And then you're, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm in fear mode. Let me hold yeah. on. Yeah. But going back to the point you were making, the sh- snacks, <laughs> I like, exercise I like snacks, exercise yeah. snacks. I think mm-hmm. that's a lovely way to think of it because by the same token, I'm actually really fond of 
um, doing the smoothies and the oh, yeah. salads. And so those are my snacks. And sometimes rather than grabbing something like a Snickers bar, <laughs> like, yes. oh my we've got plenty of them from Halloween. Uh, <laughs> the other day I just um, took an egg white huh. and um, I had a kale salad with oh, it. Nice. Oh, so nice. you can, those snacks are. Oh effective. yeah. Not just exercise snacks, but healthy eating snacks are, yeah, are perfect too throughout the day, as opposed to these big, heavy meals too. Yeah. You know, they say we could get into the nutri nutrition side. Everybody's different. I try to stay away from that as much as I can, but yeah, healthy snacks, exercise and eating is perfect and recovery, you know, a nice stretch or a foam roller my foam roller back here um which I have I'll, one of those yeah or i'll or i'll take no i don't have it i have a bar and i'll just do like oh just get the shoulders moving and and i want to talk about that too how much time i want to talk about posture because you asked about around the holidays and, and i i do see a lot of a lot of people now with their head down like this you know and and for for women anybody when you have your chin forward like this just one inch of forward adds an extra 10 pounds of pressure on your upper spine so if you keep that that head down for too long because your head is designed to sit right on top of your spine so having it forward like this causes the spine to do more work. And sometimes it builds up bone and fat and you get that old lady hump, which we don't want. So please, if you are looking down at your phone while you're watching this, get that head up. I, I put this little pocket on my phone. So if I'm like sitting, I try to plop my, my hand on my elbow. So I'm not looking down and I make sure my computer's at eye level. Um, but also try, try to keep those shoulders back and down as much as you can. And if you, you are exercising, try to, to work on the upper back muscles. They're a smaller muscle group, so it doesn't take much. You can just do, they call them W's, just arms up and bring your elbows down um, and then stretch out your chest. You're in an exercise snack, so set an alarm and reset your posture every hour. And that will really help, especially just when you're stressed during the holidays. Because when I'm stressed too, that's it's just a comfortable position to just be rounded over like that <laughs> and the other thing for women too bringing your head forward like that causes neck wrinkles so that'll scare you <laughs> I love, yeah well, i love that, that head up well because just think about the weight of our head that's and and then it's alignment or lack of alignment because of modern day practices i'm guilty of that in the evening i'll be kind of in the couch in the corner yeah like and then I'll, be, I'll be like this yep you know i know I know me too. I do it all the time. I'm, I'm even lying back. We have a little chair that we can watch TV and I've got my head up like this. And I'm like, why is my neck hurting? It's because I'm, I'm trying to pull it forward. And like, I try to get my husband to, and I do it to him to catch me all the time if I'm rounded and I do it to my nieces. My nieces are 24, 26 and 21 and they're bad. They're tall girls. So they did that too. To, to be shorter, I'm like get your shoulders back. And it, you just, when you do that, when you stand, go for a walk and, and just get your shoulders back and down, I mean, you just stand taller and you, I don't know, for some reason, it makes me feel more confident and, and, and proud. And so, and that, that helps with your mood. <laughs> and then it's all connected. The yeah. mood, um, the details of the movement, 
let's say you had moved, which I, for myself, and we've both talked about this, that maybe an hour or two or three, and you think, well, I'll get up, I'll get up. Sometimes my cup of water will be empty. I'll keep trying to take a sip out of a cup that's been empty for quite some time. <laughs> or it's not even there and you're like, I'm thirsty, I'm thirsty, but I'm, I can't get up and go get some water. <laughs> exactly. But now you mentioned something. I want the audience to know that when you articulate some of these um, concepts, you've actually taken time to go study osteoporosis. You've got, you've, yes. you've studied well, a lot. I'd love for you to um, kind of ex share. Sure. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, so I, I, I started out with menopause fitness because that that's who was gravitating towards me. And then I had gone into menopause and started having symptoms that I, I wasn't happy with. I, I fought hard trying not to take hormones and things like that because of some of the, the false information that I had heard. Um, and so that I just started digging into menopause and got training with um, Deborah Atkinson from Flipping 50. I did a MedFit fitness with the MedFit Med, menopause fitness with the MedFit organization. And then I was throughout that bone health comes up a lot because once we go into menopause, our estrogen drops goes away. And um, the only thing that really helps you keep your bone density is estrogen, unless you take some action in doing strength training, weight bearing, um, making sure you've got the right nutrients in your diet. Uh, so I did a, a little risk assessment, and I think I even have that on my website. Um, if you've got thin bones or you've got um, European background, or if you've got a history or, or some other things, there's some risk factors. And I hit all of them, the highest risk factor. So at 57, I went to my doctor and I said, I need to get a DEXA scan. I think I, I might be at risk for osteoporosis. And of course the insurance wouldn't pay for it. So I went and paid for it myself. And sure enough, I had osteopenia at 57 and not very severe. Osteopenia is just the beginnings of bone loss. So I went, oh my God. And then I had had several members come to me with that scary diagnosis of osteoporosis. And it's, you don't know you have it, but they, they scare you like your bones are brittle and you can't clap your hands or you're gonna break your bones. And if you fall, you're gonna get going to break a hip and then you might die. I mean, they, they really scare you. So some of the statistics. So I went and did a whole, a whole course on osteoporosis fitness. Um, and I have even done some presentations for the Bone and Health Foundation. And I have an osteoporosis fitness program because there are things you need to do. But once you've been diagnosed with severe osteoporosis, there are things you should not do. You shouldn't be doing a lot of impact. You should never be doing any folding forward um, and, and, and doing spine flexion because your vertebrae are stacked. And if they're weak and you bring them together on each other, you could cause a spine fracture. And we do not want to have any spine fractures. So deep yoga poses, some, some of them, some of the Pilates moves, just bending down. You need to be thinking a little bit differently about the way you move, but it's not, it's not, um, you, you don't stop moving. You just find different ways to move. It's not, I, I guess it's, it's not a death sentence. You don't need to be wrapped in bubble wrap for the rest of your life. You just need to do it. So that's my motivation with all of those just because it was happening to me. And, and, and then I developed a hurt foot program because I hurt my foot. And then a member will reach out and go, I can't, my, my knees hurt today. What do I do? Or my shoulder hurts. What do I do? My wrist hurts. What do I do? So those are, those are the things that motivate you. Things that happen to me that maybe I can help someone else based on my love of research, my love of learning. And then I've also 
the pelvic floor is was my last big big tackle because I I do have a I do have one one-on-one client she's very uh, special and um her, her pelvis area is super weak so I took a really intense it's, this was reminding me back of my engineering days and soup our our pelvic floor area is so complex and any little imbalance um if you know if you notice that your your knees are hurting and that you're walking with your feet out like this all the time it could be some of your hip muscles just aren't strong enough so your body's compensating and you can cause pain all the way up into your neck if your pelvic floor is into alignment. But yeah, so those are, that's how I, that's how I, people inspire me and I go do some research and then that's, that's what happens. <laughs> you know, and I have that in common with you as well, because yeah. I'm a researcher at heart yeah. and it, I pull in a lot of the things I did in corporate. And um, yep. one of the things that I really resonated with you, what you just mentioned is that you do all this research and some of it also is a, the catalyst for you it's often been that you are personally interested in it correct and, and that's uh, exactly why the beginning of 2022 or towards the end of uh, 2021 I was on a mission thinking you know what I I know better I know about yoga I'm yoga certified mm -hmm. meditation certified yet on a daily basis there are some things I'm struggling with more than others one was energy so the mm -hmm. beginning of 2022 um I was on a mission to learn Qigong and I practice it almost every morning. Yeah. And the, it, the point is that sometimes it's something that's happening internally and you can feel motivated to go learn about it. Yeah. What's nice about it though, is then you have the empathy. So now mm -hmm. when someone else is going through it, you not only understand how to guide them, but you have the emotions there. Yeah. yeah and, and that's why, um, I think for, for, for people like you and I are starting our own business, I think it, it's the, the catalyst, I think, to, to help make that successful is that we're living, breathing it and digging deep with our engineering background, digging deep to find root cause. I mean, that's all we did. It. I was in manufacturing and R&D and we had a problem. You, you had to, we had a whole program called accelerating time to root cause because we knew that the faster you get to understanding what the real problem is, the better you're going to solve it as opposed to a band-aid of just taking a pill or, you know, or, or just not doing something anymore because say you love to run, but your knees hurt, you know, there are things you can do to get your, your body strong enough that if you love to run or you love to hike, you can get your body back. It's not, you just have to understand what's going on and take some time to maybe do some things that aren't, I wouldn't call them sexy or, or, or what we thought we used to have to do. You might have to be doing these stretches that are not causing you to sweat or these, you know, low intensity moves around your hip area. Um, so anyway, that's, that's, I, I agree. And it's, I'm so glad that you are following your path and your experiences and maybe helping others finding people like me maybe maybe this this message will resonate with someone else that's listening or watching out there and um and i i think that that's that's my god-given purpose right now is to to help women over 50 get moving um and it feels good it feels good when you can get someone to say oh my gosh i just had a testimonial the other day that um she was able to walk up the steps without hurting. I'm like, oh my God, that is huge, huge. 
Yes, absolutely. Even just the knee pain. I, a year ago, I had some knee pain. And this year, I feel like I've overcome it. Through Excellent. Consistent consistency. Yeah. Um, do you have any type of takeaways or tips for people that are like, you know what, I, I haven't been as mobile or haven't had as much movement, but yeah. I'm also for whether it's mindset reasons or yeah. fear, haven't had the desire to do more. Yeah. Yeah. I, I call this um, my get unstuck. I, I say people in that situation are unstuck and you could be stuck because of an injury that you had or a horrible setback in your life. Um, and, I, and I have members that join pay me good money. They join my program and they don't use it. And I, I can see when members are using it. So I'll reach out and what's going on. It's like, oh, I just can't get motivated. That's what they always say. I can't get motivated. That is number one reason why people don't exercise. They can't get motivated. So I give them a, a prescription, five minutes for five days, no more than that and no less. And then you keep doing that five. If you don't make that five days, you try it again the next week. And the next week, and then you go 10 minutes for five days, no more. You're not allowed to exercise more than 10 minutes. And it's amazing how just that little bit, I have a woman who's, she lives in Boston. She's a teacher and it gets really busy during the, the season and she got stuck. And I think once you get stuck, get getting that ball rolling again, because it could, you know, you think, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to do it. It's that you, everybody takes the path of least resistance, but if you kind of set yourself up with, I'm going to do five minutes today. And I'm, Amy says, I can't do more than that. It's amazing how you do that five minutes ago. Wow. That was fun. <laughs> you know, that was super easy. I'm going to do that again tomorrow because a consistency with exercise, I think is, is more important than the, 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 num the amount of hours or the intensity. If you can do a 30 minute, a 15 minute workout every day, I think that's better than doing one hour workout once a day, you know, once a week, sorry. Um, I'm truly, truly deep down and I'm living proof. I did, a, I do 30 minutes and you know, no more, sometimes more if I'm filming, but my workout was 30 minutes today and I got it done and it was done. <laughs> so staying, finding, getting unstuck Try five minutes for five days and see how it feels. No more, no less. <laughs> That's wonderful. Yeah, and absolutely the, the desire to do more sometimes makes us end up not doing the very thing. I know. Yeah, when we think we have to fit it in, it keeps us from doing it. And maybe, and having a plan, if you could take some time like on a Sunday and, you know, what I, what I work with my members on is we try to prioritize strength training you two days of getting some, getting your muscles to work because it just is the foundation secret strength training is a secret to longevity. It keeps us independent. So we don't need help getting off the pot when we're 80, but then it, it allows us to do those things that we love to do, be healthy enough to do those things that we love to do. Um, and it can help with joint pain and, and, and it can help with making things fit a little bit better. Um, so you find two days, you say two days, I'm gonna do this strength training, but, and you write down what you're gonna do. But the most important thing is to get it on your calendar and treat it like an appointment. So if, like in a doctor's appointment that you're not gonna miss. And when you do that, you say, okay, at seven o'clock or eight o'clock today, I am going to exercise and make it non-negotiable. It takes some time, but you know, every little bit of 
that discipline and, and then just getting it done and remembering how good you feel once you're done exercising, then it starts, you get a little bit of a ripple effect, but having a plan, it, it, no matter what our brain, our body is trying everything in its power for not to have you exercise because it it's hard. <laughs> and so it's so much easier to kick back. So you got to take out any little obstacle that might get in your way, even laying out your clothes. So you don't have to think, what am I going to put on today? Get those laid out or, 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 or work out in your PJs if you're lucky enough to work out at home, but getting what you're going to do and when you're going to do it, just a week planning every Sunday, just write it down in your calendar will be a big help. Absolutely. That structure around a yeah. lifestyle is essentially what I have adopted in my life last three, four years to the point of precision. And sometimes that can be challenging because if you miss something, you're like, oh, but I yes. actually, but I do it. And I call them the, my non-negotiables. Yes. Like in the morning I have my warm lemon tea yeah. and I do something called grounding and I go in the backyard and as the sun rays are coming in, just walking on the earth and then a meditation, but nice. then weaving in that workout, that's where you will help me. <laughs> and I, I don't do, I'm, I've been wanting to meditate and I don't do that enough. I just get, I just get, I do drink my water with my lemon in the morning. That's, I love that. And then I have my coffee and then I'm, <laughs> but I'm looking, I'm working to get more grounded. I did have my cortisol tested and, um, and it's okay in the morning. And then it spikes up at 11, like unhealthy spike. And so I'm, I've, she, the lady I'm working with asked me to learn how to meditate and how to calm myself. And cause my sleep is terrible right now. So we're working on that. Um, but yes, it's having, having that, that discipline, but not beating yourself up if you're not perfect. We, we talk about this and a lot of the challenges and the things like even this bingo challenge where I'm going to do a prize drawing at the end of the month. I don't want you to be perfect. If you can get it 80%, um, you're, you get a prize drawing. So I try to, I try to get, teach people that it, you can't be perfect because perfection is impossible. So if you get 80% of the done and be um, done and be proud of that, say you miss a workout one day, big deal. You get just back, just get back to the next day. It's just like eating bad, eating poorly on the weekends. I mean, I do that for some reason. I can't get out of that. It's the weekend. Let's eat unhealthy. Um, but then just think, okay, let's have some fun. But then Sunday or Monday, I'm going to start eating healthy again and just keep, keep, keep it up as much as you possibly can. I do believe that the meeting you is like divine timing because I feel like you're working on one element of something and I'm working on the other and together maybe we can help one another. And, and it is, it is, it is a, it is a holistic approach. Like you talked about it earlier. It's not just exercise. It's not just eating there. There's that mind piece and that spirituality piece that creates this whole happy body, which I think, you know, we sh should all be striving for is to be the happiest we can be. And uh, it takes that holistic approach. If there's a little missing out of there, we can be out of balance. Um, but it's difficult because it all takes some work and some self-discipline a little bit. Yes, it does take self-discipline. I'm thinking of another word, but I can't think of it now. <laughs> I often have applied this term more recently that today it'll be a perfectly imperfect approach. Nice. I love it. 
I love that. And uh, that, that is something that, that being enough, not being healthy enough. There's another woman on Instagram. I follow her and it's something about enough. And it's just that whole enough concept just yeah. is just, we all have to start thinking about enough, you know, when, when, when is it just enough? You know, that's, I love that, that thought. In that society we've been preconditioned to where we're constantly trying to be more than enough or enough, enough in all areas of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. So. But I, I was cursed with that from a young, young age, always striving for perfection, always trying to be better at something and, and oh, therapy has helped, <laughs> but it, and that takes work too, digging deep. And why, why do we get so upset with ourselves when something's not perfect? And I, I'm of the same mind. And I just thought I'd mention, I don't know if you've noticed, but National Geographic has a special going on mm-hmm. called Limitless. And it is fascinating. Ooh, nice. Limitless? Uh, limitless. And I can't think of the name of the guy. Let me, in fact, let me see if I can pull it up real quick and tell you, but it's some famous actor and he's basically putting himself as the guinea pig for the the show. And it's such a marvelous show about the limitations we set on our human brain. Oh yeah, it's Chris Hemsworth. Oh, he's handsome. (laughs) Yeah, handsome individual to show us um, various facts. I saw that and I saw him going into like cold water or something. <gasps> oh, I have to watch that. That well, looked that looked intense. It's, it's such an intense show. It's several parts. We watched second part last night. Uh-huh. And each time I'm putting together a little, maybe I'll share it with you after our okay. podcast. I'm putting together a little document of what are little quick wins that we can have hmm. that can help us with longevity and um, feeling the sense of limitless. So one of the things he mentions, I'm certainly not going to uh, create an ice bucket in the backyard and dip in it. But he did say you could take 30 seconds of your shower in cold every day has, I think he said 30% of a shift in immunity. So what if all these little things, like you, you were calling them snacks, maybe there's a different yeah. word for it, but my lemon cup water ritual in the morning, the three to five minutes of grounding, maybe 30 seconds of the shower, maybe one um, shot of turmeric, you know, and ginger. Yeah. These little things add up. Yeah. Holistically. You're giving me some good ideas. I'm right in the middle of my 2023 planning. And um, I have 400 and some exercise videos. So I'm trying to think of how I expand. I have enough exercise videos right now, but how do I expand that out with some more holistic? So I can't wait for you and I to talk more. I think think we're going to be brainstorming like crazy, all these fun ideas. Oh, I absolutely. Um, Yeah, we'll have to collaborate in 2023 and perhaps uh, have something for our audiences. Yes, let's do it. Show H- HP proud. HP proud. <laughs> <laughs> the chances that we would have not met there and we meet here. I know. Yeah. You were in, all the way across the street in a different building. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, Amy, thank you so much for being on the show You're today. So I welcome. feel so motivated and I can't wait to take your classes. Oh, good. Yes. I can't wait for you to try them. Okay. 
Well, have a good day. Thanks. Thanks again for tuning in. Check out the links in the description and please subscribe, follow, and share and continue to practice Omni Mindfulness.